Welcome to the Spiritual AF Life Podcast, a magical place where your host, Heather Danielle, psychic medium, will bring the mystical woo-woo world down to earth in practical ways. Tune in every Monday for your weekly reading and on Wednesdays to hear fascinating conversations with spiritual experts, uplifting stories, and deep dives into the metaphysical world, all to help you tap into the invisible guidance that's all around you. It's time to start living a spiritual AF life. Get cozy. The conversation is starting now. I don't know about you, but I cannot wait to hear the guidance from Spirit for this week ahead because it has been a crazy time in my life. And honestly, it has been happening to a lot of people. A lot of people right now are going through a very rough season. They either have people getting sick. There's some people that have passed away. There is people who have been going through divorces, people who have had just like their life up in turmoil. Like it's freaking kind of crazy. It's like all of us got pulled the tarot card, the tower, you know, in the last couple weeks in the last couple of months. And so if you're going through this, I just really have to tell you that you are not alone. Okay. I'm right there in the trenches with you. And something to think about is this is just a season of your life and a new season will be born with endings comes new beginnings. So I just wanted to let you know one little quick thing before we get into this week's reading. And that is I am not doing one-on-one sessions right now. I am finishing up the people who have had appointments with me and I am suspending them for a little while. I'm not sure how long while I concentrate on being there for my family because we have received some crazy news and we're going through a little bit of a rough time. So I really need to prioritize them. And so if you want to be on the wait list for when I open up my sessions again, there will be a link in the show notes and you can click that and then you put on the waiting list. So when I do start my sessions back up again, you will be the first to know. However, I do want to let you know that I am still going to be doing the Coffee and Cards Club, okay? So still for a few more days until the 15th, you can still join for the $7 and we'll still do the meetings and the development group and all that kinds of goodness. So just to let you know, you can still do that and still only for the $7, but I will still be involved. I will still be here in the podcast and... I will still be here in your life, you know? So, hope to see you on my wait list, but let's get right to this week's reading. I'm going to be using the brand new Rebecca Campbell, The Healing Waters Oracle Deck. I also use this for coffee and cards. I'm still getting used to them. They're interesting for sure, but also very, very beautiful cards. These, I believe, are still on pre-order until the 30th. So this would be a great time to figure out if this is a card deck that you would like. So let's go right first to a Monday. Monday's card is Gentle Force, number 86, number 87. And I'm going to read what the book says just so that you can get like the full experience of what this message is coming forward and trying to bring to you. It says, over time, a single drop of water has the power to shape even the hardest, most solid materials from stone and rock to cliffs and mountains. In fact, water is responsible for crafting most of the stunning landscapes of the world. We can learn a lot from water in this regard. How consistent action, day after day, month after month, year after year, decade after decade, can create steady, lasting change. A hagstone is a stone with a naturally occurring hole through it caused by water erosion. 
for the celtic people there were good omens and were thought to offer protection so many people give up before they begin to see results but deep-rooted change takes time the most magnificent creations require committed crafting we all have passions but what most people don't do is commit to these things and master them and we're all beginners of something the great masters musicians and artists of history were to commit to your passions throw yourself into what you most long to create commit to showing up day after day small steps taken consistently make a world of distance if you commit to your creations with a grounded daily action in a week or a decade from now you'll be blown away by what you created there's no rush consistency is key be like the drop of water on the hagstone. Play the long game. Don't burn out before you really begin. Be patient and keep showing up. I love this. This is literally saying that what you are working for right now is not in vain, okay? To keep on going. Just because you have some kinds of challenges and that kind of thing doesn't mean for you to give up right now. And it kind of reminds me of that picture to where that guy is in the mine and he almost gets to the diamonds and then he's like walking away right before he's about to get to the diamonds. And that's the same thing. And don't put too much pressure on yourself and what you are doing because you are going on the right path. Monday, keep on going. Be consistent. Just because things aren't working out for you right now doesn't mean that you should just like throw in the towel and go the other way and think it's not meant for you. Sometimes the best things in life are those things that you work for and you work hard for and you need to be consistent. So if you're starting a business, especially going ahead and keep it going just because things people aren't buying your stuff and because of this and because of, you know, like that. No, like keep on going and you just never know where that's going to lead. And the same thing with anything on Monday, going ahead and practicing that consistency. I know during Coffee and Cards, when this card came up, a majority of us were talking about the patience. It was the biggest thing that stood out. But right now that consistency thing is. So if you have a new workout regimen, whether you are trying a new diet or whatever it is, be consistent with it. Be consistent with how you show up for your family and your friends. Be consistent with cleaning your house or whatever it is that's coming up for you. Doing that is going to help a lot. Now in Monday, if you have any kind of issues with coworkers, with family and friends, be gentle, be nice. Okay. You are definitely going to get more with sugar than a stick on Monday. Okay. So next up for Tuesday's card, we actually have a new card that I have not seen and it is called Silky. And it says, come out of hiding, embrace who you really are. It says, there are many thoughts about what the ancient story of the sea people or Selkies signifies. But for me, it's about the mask we wear, things being taken from us, how we hide parts of ourselves, the longing for home, the call to be wild and free, embracing our true self, answering the call deep within and sharing our true voice. In Celtic, Scandinavian, Icelandic mythology, there are different versions of the story. But here's one example. A man finds a selkie, a seal, woman, on the beach. He steals her skin, without which she can't be returned to the sea, hides it, and convinces her to become his wife. The selkie woman feels the ocean calling to her deep within and yearns for it daily. The couple lead a normal human life and have children, but eventually the selkie finds her hidden skin and returns to her home in the sea. It's time to come out of hiding, to show the world who you truly are, to embrace your uniqueness, your weirdness, your you-ness, to swim freely in the ocean of your life. How are you being called to embrace who you truly are? 
Are there ways that you're hiding your unique light from the world? How can you in- embrace even more of who you truly are? Are there ways that you're not showing up as a full true self in your life or relationships? How can you be called to share your voice? Where do you feel held captive? What do you need to do to feel free? Mm. I love this because I actually have a real life example that I can give you. And what that is was when I got this job that I had worked so hard for, you know, this was like a job like of my dreams. Basically, they told me that I had to move to Virginia. Basically, I'd be gone for a year and a half. (laughs) Spoiler alert, I was gone for almost two years, even longer. But what was happening at the time was I couldn't leave my husband and my son. You know, my husband's my best friend. I love my son. You know, it's not like I'm trying to escape my life. I loved my life here in Michigan. But I had to go. And what I kept on saying to my husband and even when I was writing in my journal, it was like my soul wanted me to go to Virginia. And I did not understand it at the time. But while I was in Virginia is when I learned about my gifts. I opened up my gifts and I realized that they are such a deep, innate part of who I am. And I never even realized it. I never realized how big of an empath that I was, that I had the ability to connect. It was because I didn't know how. And so often I find that people are psychic, but they don't realize that they are. And a lot of times, if you're not opening up to your psychic abilities, it can actually make you sick if you don't know how to use them to create boundaries, those kinds of things. And so I can kind of feel this. It's like your your heart is always going to call you towards what you need to do, but we don't always want to listen because sometimes it can be hard decisions that we have to make in order to have that happen. Does that make sense? It's like I had to leave my family, my friends. I had to go and live in a place by myself for so long. But I'm happy that I did it because I found a big giant piece of myself that I could have only have found there. So keep that in the back of your mind. And then on Tuesday, don't feel bad for being who you are. Okay, don't feel guilty. You go ahead and you speak up where you need to speak up. You do you. I don't care if other people judge you or anything like that because number one, haters are always going to hate. You can't make everybody happy. But in the same token is that when people are, you know, saying mean things, making you feel bad and that kind of thing, it's also showing you little parts of yourself that you need to heal from. Because if someone calls me like, oh my gosh, Heather's just full of woohoo and spiritual BS and that kind of thing. And, you know, all she does is read Oracle cards and she sucks and that kind of stuff. Like that literally does not hurt me at all. Like it does not make me feel bad whatsoever because I know that I'm a great card reader. I know that I love woohoo stuff. I know I am that way. So it doesn't make me feel guilty. But maybe if they brought up other things, like, I don't know, like, didn't Heather look ugly today with her glasses and everything else on, then that might make me feel bad because I I don't like the way I look with glasses. I love having my contacts in. So does that make sense to you? So you're only really going to feel bad about things that you're not comfortable with yet. But that's honestly a gift because then at least you know that. At least you know, like, okay, yes, I know that I'm insecure in these areas and those are areas that I can work on. And then it also makes you feel too, it's not really about you, you know, well, it is about you, but it can also be a little bit about them, what they're dealing with, because then you can go ahead and do the same thing to them. They're mirroring things to you that you're insecure about, but then you can pay attention to what they are insecure about by seeing what triggers them. Does that make sense? Because you can say something along the lines of, oh, yeah, well, you know, (laughs) oh, yeah, well, um, it's kind of crazy how much taller I am than you. And then next thing you know, like they're like, what? And they're getting all defensive because maybe they're insecure about their height. All right. Hopefully I didn't confuse you too much. (laughs) All right. So we're going to be moving on to Wednesday's card, which is she 
who flows, and it says ease, being open to change. Okay, I love it. It says, go with the flow of life. And let's see what it says. It says, water is the most important force on the planet. It has the potential to destroy everything in its path or be embracing, still, and gentle. When a river meets a rock, it doesn't try to move it. Instead, it embraces it and flows around it. It doesn't question why the rock is there. It sees it as part of its path. Water teaches us how to flow with life, how to greet the obstacles on our path and with open arms and receive fully. In this way, the world's waters have literally shaped and crafted the entire landscape of the planet that we know and love today. Mountains and valleys, coastlines and woodlands, all are a result of water embracing life. The ancient Greek goddess Rhea was the daughter of Gaia, Earth, and Uranus heaven. She's also referred to as Sibyl, mother of us all. In the work Craculus, the philosopher Plato referred to Rhea as the stream of she who flows. Perhaps Rhea herself has much to share with us about how we truly flow with what appears to be our journey, whether expected or unexpected. Call upon her to support you in embracing any unexpected changes you're facing. This card invites us to stop seeing the unexpected things in life as obstacles and instead treat them with invitations to embrace life, to find a way to soften and embrace what occurs rather than to try to avoid it or fight it, to flow with rather than resist. Okay, so first off, if you get this card deck, like the guidebook, I think is kind of crazy with these run on sentences, seriously, but whatever. That's my, I guess my opinion. Let me know if you get this deck and what you think about it. But I love how this was talking about basically going with the flow of life rather than resisting. I feel like that is a theme of us all. That was a theme during Coffee and Cards. And so basically it's going to be, especially this week, going with the flow. If something has to cancel, let it freaking be canceled. Don't stress out about it, okay? It's being canceled for a reason. You know, last week I had to like reschedule like all of my readings and I felt so much guilt, but then it was like little synchronicities happened. It was like, oh, we're meeting at 11 at 11. And it's like, what about these 11, 11 numbers? Like that is showing you that spirit's with you. One time, I think it was a couple weeks ago, not a couple weeks ago, actually a couple months ago, I had to reschedule a reading. And then I'm like, hey, can you make it on this date instead? And she's like, oh my God, that's so crazy that you chose that date because that's the anniversary of my mom's passing or something along those lines. And I'm like, wow. Because sometimes even when you have to reschedule on somebody, it's also because maybe they have something else going on. And maybe they were going to try and force that meeting with you to happen when it wasn't at a good time, even for them. Now, I don't know how many times that like that has happened you know, not even just with like my readings and sessions and things like that, but in my real life, you know, it's like, oh, hey, I'm sorry, I can't meet up with you today. And they're like, oh my God, it's so crazy because I felt the same way or because something else came up or you just never, ever know. So with Wednesday, any kind of challenges that come up, just go with the flow. Just allow it. Don't get so wrapped around the axle. Don't get bent out of shape. Just be all right so maybe you might even have a little bit more time for a little bit more self-care maybe you can just embrace it meditate on or even journal on Wednesday okay now the sacred well has come up for Thursday and it says here replenishment 
self-care and giving from a place of plenty. Okay. I just had to laugh for a second when they said self-care because that is a theme as well. So this is really be taking care of you. And you want to know something too. When I think about this, it totally makes sense because so many of us are going through tough times right now. And when we're going through tough times, like we have extra stress in our body, you might increase your cortisol levels. Okay. You might actually be, you know, generating more craziness in your body on a physiological standpoint. And so then you're going to have to try and make that up or get yourself a little bit more into balance. And here's another thing is that if you're going through a tough time, then maybe your vibration is a little bit lower. And that's another reason why that you need to do that more self-care so you can help raise your vibration up too, so that you don't fall into like a depression so that you don't feel like not moving, you know, like moving because we need to have movement in our daily life. But when we get sad, when we get depressed and we're going through tough times, we just want to lay down. We just want to be like a bump on the log and we can do that, but we really need to force ourselves to move, to go for walks, you know, even if it's just like a small walk around the block or go to a park, you know, and a lot of times too, you can get really great insight around that time too, especially if you're outside and you're moving, that is a double whammy for spirit to talk to you and to give you some of that additional one-on-one support and advice. Okay, so it says the sacred well is a resting place, a recovery place, a healing place. It's somewhere for weary travelers to be replenished, a place where we can receive and resource in order to go back out into the world and give. As the adage says, we can only give to others what we give into ourselves or have ourselves been given. How full is your inner well? Are you giving from a place of overspilling plenty or are you overextending and giving from parched land? Self-care has come to be regarded as somewhat frivolous, luxurious practice. However, self-care is much more fundamental than that. It's about resourcing ourselves in a rhythmic way. It doesn't necessarily mean that you need to involve splurging on an expensive spa break or vacation. It could simply be taking the time out in nature with the sun on your back. It could be spending an extra five minutes each morning to slowly drink your cup of tea or running a bath with essential oils when the children are asleep. If we're relying on on our reserves to sustain us, eventually our inner well will run dry. And when we reach this place, it takes an awful lot to return to a state of balance. Do you feel guilty for putting yourself first? Do you question whether you should give yourself what you truly yearn for? How can you reprioritize your energetic well-being? The sacred well is calling us to come home to it and to frequent it in a rhythmic way. And I love this soul inquiry. How are you being called to fill up your inner well? And that might be different for each one of us, okay? So maybe it can be like how I feel, like rejuvenating my inner well is honestly like showers, taking care of my body because I neglect my body a lot. Um, And the reason by that, for that is because I've taken a lot of stuff out on my body, you know, a lot of my traumas and things like that. I blame my body, all these kinds of things. And so when I'm going through stressful times, I make sure I take care of it. You know, lotion, long showers, you know, those steamable things for the shower and all these little things, um, getting lotions that I love, putting essential oils in. And one thing that got brought up during coffee and cards that I want to share with you is doing a, a lavender you know, like kind of like sage spray, if you will. So you can put a little bit of essential oils with a little bit of like that sea salt water. That that salt helps cleanse energy, okay? And then you put a little bit of lavender in it, smells a little bit good, and then it might make you feel a little bit better. 
Okay, so the water carrier is the card that came up for Friday. And it says what really matters, reflect, reprioritize. It's so funny because I have not been able to stop thinking about this card since it came up. So number one, um, sisters um, comes up as well with this, you know, so either reaching out to sisters, checking in on your sister, or your sister's checking in on you, saying hi. And it is number 140, 141. And it says, in most parts of the modern world, humans have become disconnected from each other and the planet. We've forgotten simple things like where the water that sustains us even comes from. We speak about creating harmony and peace on earth, but really our focus should be on creating harmony and peace with earth. Is it possible that is our disconnection from seeing earth's resources as sacred that's made us truly disconnected? When we look into the future, we can see that without water, there can be no life on earth. Without water, humility, humanity cannot survive. This is a card about getting your priorities right and focusing on what truly matters. In our busy world, it's so easy to get swept up in things that are seem important and urgent when really at the end of the day, we realize that worrying about them has been even a bigger waste of time resources, and energy. It's time to take a moment to pause, reflect, and reprioritize, to focus on what really matters, to chop wood and carry water, to care for those in our community, to understand what really, truly important, and to act accordingly. And I love the soul inquiry on this one. What are you worrying about or doing that's a waste of time, energy, and resources? And what are you being called to focus on instead? It's so hard to worry, not to worry, but just remember that worrying is like energy going towards an imaginary future that doesn't even exist yet, okay? Anxiety is also, well, actually depression is not letting go of the past. Anxiety, I feel, is a whole bunch of mixed emotions that you have to untwine and then just to watch out that some of those mixed emotions too that you get are not even yours. So... I hope that you like this reading. I hope that you have a good week this week. If I had to give you any other like advice um, from spirit with this is really just going back and tuning into you, not worrying about other people. So what they think, what they do and that kind of thing. It's like almost just like take the higher ground this week and really focus on that self-care, taking care of your body. If you feel like you're guided to reach out to someone, go ahead. But I feel like it's almost going to be like you're going to be in that motherly state, that giving state, if you will. You're going to be definitely like a giver, but just definitely be picky on who you give a lot to because you can really become unbalanced this week if you give too much and you're not doing a lot of that self-care, which is probably the reason why they brought up self-care so much is because there's going to be a lot of people that need a lot from you this week. All right. So I hope that you love this reading. I hope you have a good week. I hope that if you're having a rough time that you feel my big hug around you right now and I will see you on Wednesday. Okay. See you then. Thanks for tuning in to the Spiritual AF Life podcast. You'll find all the links to resources and more in the show notes. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out on the incredible episodes that are coming up.